Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Cobiello, your host, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. If you're a returning listener, you know I am in deep gratitude to you. Uh, hopefully, I can continue to maintain your loyalty and provide you value. And if you are a first-time listener, again, I just want to say thank you. Hopefully, you will find this very valuable and come back for another one, two, or or quite a few episodes. There's over 370 episodes in the pipeline. I am grateful I've had the energy to bring on amazing guests and also have my unique thoughts to help all of you navigate your career challenges and opportunities with confidence. And so I always like to start these episodes off with a little bit about what's going on in my life. I'm on a journey to lots of great things happening. Even when I have a few setbacks, I celebrate them as an opportunity to reflect and see what I can do to move forward. And yeah, I will say that I've had a few off days. We all do. We have to acknowledge those. But when I get to do these uh, solo podcasts, I get a chance to share what is good happening in our lives, especially mine, because I want these little things that I have in my life inspire you as well to reflect on what's working well. And then we'll get into what I want to talk to you about today, which is about finishing off the year strong to make sure you position your value to be recognized, seen, and you know really valued so that you can either get those next career moves, opportunities that you so deserve and have worked hard for. But what am I excited about? I am excited about the great feedback I have received from my clients. Three of them in particular, one of them is very grateful that I have helped them recently through a crisis, a crisis that at least smooth things out and help people to be better on the other end. I have another client I am so grateful that they say I'm a really great listening partner and collaborator and turning their concerns into executable actions. And finally, one other client that I'm so grateful to have as well is that they say, because of the work that I'm doing, I'm helping the organization mature in the area of risk-based thinking. And so I'm so grateful. And But all of these are outcomes of the work that I am doing, and they do validate that I am doing the right thing. And I have found that these leaders, when I'm in service to them, I really feel good that I am helping them navigate through those challenges in either quality or operations or whatever you need me to do. I am a chameleon. But just know for those of you out there that if you happen to be going through some kind of challenge think about pulling in an external resource. And if I am not that person to help you, I have a huge, huge network that I have cultivated over the past four years, especially by meeting so many people through the podcast. Come talk to me. I may know somebody that will help you get through your opportunity and challenge because all I want to be is in service to you. But now let's just shift the conversation a little bit because I now want to talk to those people that tune into these solo episodes because they are working for other people or within organizations. And 
it's important to have lines of communication and be able to have good conversations about how are you doing and getting the right feedback. So if you're working for somebody, and if you're lucky, hopefully you're getting validation through the outcomes of what you're doing. So outcomes are the end result. Did you achieve a certain objective? Is the organization more stable? Did you staff everybody? Have you moved the initiative forward to achieve a certain financial goal, reduction in you know service issues, quality issues, et cetera? These are all outcomes. And if you have somebody validate you for those outcomes, then you must be doing something right. But many of you don't have leaders that provide you feedback and will only tell you to keep doing what you're doing. You can't do anything with that. Just keep doing what you're doing. Um, okay, I'll guess. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. That's not really good feedback. And also want to talk to you is that given that performance reviews are typically mid-year and end of the year, you shouldn't wait until that timeline to wait for feedback in your review. It is the worst time for getting feedback. (laughs) And I hopefully, if you've been there, I'm sorry that I've been there as well. It is the worst time to get feedback. You are victim to a timeline and circumstances and to the last thing that person remembers about you. And what makes it worse is leaders in general don't know how to provide positive or actionable feedback. And you've heard me talk about this in previous episodes. We don't train people on how to give feedback. They also, if they're further down the scale of being a reasonable leader, will only remember the bad things and bring them up when you least expect it. Even if it happened 10 months ago and things have since improved then, but you haven't had a good relationship, they'll bring up that bad thing And it just crushes you when you see that coming from left field. You don't see it. And that's what they hit you with in your performance review after all the good work that you have been doing. Now, I'm not a Debbie Downer. (laughs) I'm just realistic. I've been there. I know that you're having these things. While we cannot control our leaders, this is a profound statement, while we cannot control our leaders, we can control how to manage them when it comes to asking for feedback. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you what that looks like, but I'd also like to give you tips on how to set this up so you have it in advance. And if there's anything off track when you do ask for this feedback, it can be mitigated before the end of the year. And I also want to share with you how to position your value versus simply checking off tasks on individual projects. And so this is what I am going to call the foolproof one-to-one formula, what to do in advance of any one-to-one or your performance reviews. And in a moment, I will give you the framework. I'm interrupting this episode to offer you an absolutely free opportunity to help you move your career forward in the next 12 months. If you're a mid-level leader who has a desire to accelerate your leadership impact but lacks a support system, let's jump on a call for 30 minutes and let me share with you the secrets of a C-suite. You already have what it takes as being that subject matter expert and leader of teams However, you've not yet developed those essential skills that enable you to be heard, seen, and respected as a strategic leader. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my contact page and schedule a conversation with me. It may be the best 30-minute investment you make in your career. 
And aren't you worth it? For me, I also want to simply see you succeed. And now back to the conversation. So let's get back to the framework again. One-on-ones, this is when you have, you know, your weekly, your monthly, hopefully not annual meeting with your boss or your leader or your stakeholder. Yes, these events happen on a frequent basis, but sometimes they are just about the tactical. What are you doing now? How's that project going? And it's got very little about giving feedback. We need to take time, maybe monthly or quarterly and continually solicit feedback. So again, in this framework, step one, do it now. Don't wait until the review. Ask for feedback and give them a framework. What should I continue? What should I start? And what should I change? And I've given this in many podcasts, but it is so good. I am going to repeat it again. When you ask for something, what can I continue? You also give them a little bit of instruction. It's what you're already doing really well. It's your strength. It's your superpower. That's why you are in this role. So you want confirmation about what to continue. And you might learn something else that you didn't know that is also another skill or superpower. Also, give your leader instruction. What should I start doing? Start doing also is positive that if you want to accentuate or elevate what you're already doing well, what could you start doing to enhance it or leverage it in different parts of the business? And then lastly, when you ask for them, what should I change? One of those little things that eh, nobody's going to even say anything to you. It's a minor thing. Could it be a punctuation error? Maybe something you do with your hands, maybe how you end your sentences. Who knows what it is? But these little tiny things, if left unattended, if you don't deal with them, they build up and then become more noticeable and they detract from your superpowers. So again, step one. Do it now before any mid-year or year-end review. Ask for feedback and give them the framework of what to continue, what should I start, and what to change. Again, you need to manage your career. Sometimes we need to manage up. Step two, you want to qualify in your request the value that you've brought to the organization. So you need to go first. It plants the seeds on where to focus their perspective versus a blank slate. It also takes it a bit away from simply checking the box on the projects and the tactical work and moves it to impact and the outcomes that you have achieved. So there's a little bit of making it a leading question, but you might say something, given that I have been with the organization for the past nine months working on these initiatives and we've realized significant improvements in reducing defects or increasing customer satisfaction, I would love for you to be able to give me some feedback on what are the things that I should continue to do so we can continue to realize success, what I might want to start doing in order to maybe elevate the impact of the work that I'm already doing. And maybe what I might want to change is a lesson learned such that we can further improve how we're doing things. That puts structure around what you're asking And sometimes leaders need a structure. You will train them on how to provide valuable feedback. And so I would also suggest offer to do this face-to-face. Email is your last option. Again, maybe you want to put it in, have a face-to-face with them, tell them what you'd like to do, follow up with an email with the framework, but then also receive 
the feedback face-to-face. You want to hear the feedback firsthand and the body language and the tone because these are all important data points to know where you stand. If only in an email or in a document, there are this data, there is tone, there is inferences that you're missing. A face-to-face will give you the whole package so you know exactly where you stand. Step four, show gratitude where you're aligned and you get positive feedback. Acknowledge them. You need to pause and slow things down again because when people recognize you for what you're doing well, a lot of us are humble. And we let it roll off our shoulders and say, oh, yeah, shucks, that's just what I do. I'm good at that, sure. Just thank them. (laughs) Show gratitude because one, they put in the effort to share with you the value that you provide and the feedback. Be the leader that you want them to be. Show gratitude. Step five, if you get constructive feedback, don't react, but seek to understand. Get examples and develop actionable steps to close gaps. Yes, constructive feedback may not feel good, but when you slow it down, ask for the examples, seek to understand and get clear on what the gaps were, then you have the data that you can then show progress and closure before you have your performance review at the end of the year or the mid-year review. It also shows your leadership and accountability to meet objectives. This is all about risk management and how people see you, how they assess, because once they put this down on paper, it sticks with you and you need to mitigate any risk so that on paper you show in the best light. And also remember to thank them, even if you disagree. It is data and insight that you may not have had. And what this does, as I told you before, it takes the guesswork out from your manager on what information to provide and removes, hopefully, any surprises at the year end. If you can close gaps, you set yourself up for potentially asking for something more, whether it is a raise or a promotion or a move to another area of the business. So that's the framework. Do it now. Qualify it. Make sure that you give them the framework of what to continue, start, and change. Do it face-to-face. Show gratitude for when it's good. If it's constructive, still show gratitude and seek to understand to close the gap. And just know you are taking a leadership role to mitigate risk so that you can come out strong at the end of the year. Now you know what's coming. Tag your it. Take this amazing information and apply it to your situation. If you are a leader that have people in your domain that don't know how to do this and you want to elevate their capability to manage their career and ask for feedback on a regular basis, share this podcast with them. They might need it. And if you happen to be that leader that maybe just doesn't have the time to teach this to your organization, I am here for you. The drop-in CEO, I am here for you to facilitate these conversations or build that capability. And the easiest way for us to connect, and I'm just going to say, please, I love talking to people. I love listening to people. And all I want to do is see everybody out there succeed. Just like my mentor says, I want to see everybody out there succeed. Please reach out to me. It's as easy as going to my website, dropinceo.com. Click on contact and there is a form where you can see what my calendar is 
is schedule some time with me. It is complimentary because I just want to help you. I just want to see people struggle less and enjoy the things they prefer to do. Shut that laptop down at five o'clock. Go see your kids playing sports. Enjoy some time with your significant other or your pet. Your pets need you too. So Thank you for listening again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for dropping in on the podcast, hearing my insights, but I do hope they inspire you to take action and you know, ease into the end of the year with much success and confidence that you're going to be evaluated for the value that you truly bring. And I'd love to meet you, but until we do meet, I want to wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who will find it useful and inspiring. When you share this podcast, it allows me to continue to help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow to navigate their challenges with confidence. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.